brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Welcome, everyone. This is another sud segment, in case you were wondering. And our motto of the day, and of the year for that matter, is drink, belch, and repeat. Yeah. Yeah. Should we be that instructive with Dave to repeat anything? It's going to happen regardless. <laughs> breathe in, breathe out. That sounds breathe a lot in, like sass mouth. <laughs> He's a creature of habit, you know. What tough calls? Well, I am your hostess, good old gal Juliana, and today at the table is good old boy Dave. I'm both frightened and the roast. Of course you are. <laughs> and also with me today is good old boy Kendall. It is so good to see your all's faces Aww. behind those masks. Here I am. <laughs> Also joining me today is good old boy Mike. I am here in spite of the injunctive order that Canada has issued on me. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's uh, weird. That's um, that's not news. <laughs> yeah, we've Bam, known that once again. Ever. Yeah, absolutely yes. <laughs> Just to be expected. And <laughs> pretty much. And also joining me at the table today is good old boy Caperton. Hello, I'm 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 seated between Julie and Mike, and I couldn't be happier. Mm. Aww, that's so sweet. I see you guys too. You've been drinking a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, today we are drinking rosé, and no, fear not, it is not a wine episode. We're drinking oh. rosé ales and ciders. I know. Who'd have thought, right? Mm -hmm. It's a trend in craft beer that's been around for a year or so. But now, well, what did it? What is it? And what? is it any good? What is it? Yeah. So we're going to take a deep dive into that today. But first, this sud segment is brought to you by... Pull My Finger. It's the dating app for marriage-minded singles who want to skip past the excitement and, well, hard work of new relationships and get right to the good stuff. Forget the little black dress and go straight to sweatpants and an old t-shirt. No more glamour shot profile pics. No makeup. No filters. No problem. When you're ready for the real thing and you don't have time to stop and smell the roses, pull my finger. Download today. Okay. Mm -hmm. We have some rosé ales. But what is rosé? Our resident wine oh. aficionado ah, hmm. good old boy mike please share and give us some information on this delicate creature i'll be using my famous french fake accent while i'll be discussing the wine for the day <laughs> rosé is not even wine it's more like wine like so <laughs> so much sharing yes so much sharing this mm. caring that's for you Capitan. <laughs> Pull my figure. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so rosé is a style of wine. Um, you know, it's 
it is a little confusing. Actually, it is one of the oldest styles of wine, and we were talking a little bit about that. And part of it is because uh, red wine grapes are used, uh, but the skins are actually removed early in the process so that they're... Uh, their impact of color is minimized, and so it's pretty easy. Is that true? Yes, yes, is that true? yes, it just do you little fat. So <laughs> fact check. <laughs> so I mean, rosés generally derive their color from how long actually you would leave, you know, the stems and you know the skins, seeds. you know, basically in there. Caperton has learned to get rid yeah. of the stems and seeds different immediately. Episode, different episode. Yep. So. Uh, you know, some rosés ha- actually have a darker color than others, and a lot of people think that's a component of age, and it has nothing to do with age. Actually, rosé is a fresh wine. Mm. Actually, uh, you know, when you go up and ask, you know, what is the vintage on a rosé, and when they stop laughing at you, you know, they'll go, well, last Thursday. February. So, yeah. Um, so, I mean, it is really generally a wine that you are going to drink, you know, young um, and fresh. Uh, there are some rosés that are, you know, vintage, you know, but um, I don't know of anybody that would really own up to the fact so, that they really enjoy this. So rosé is kind of like the jailbait of wine. Ooh, ooh, uh, no, there are a bunch of. Now I'm listening. No, there, there are a bunch <laughs> of you know fresh, um, you know, wines that are made. So the vast majority of wine that is consumed globally is actually fresh table wines. Um, you don't. Actually, a lot of those are never even put in bottles. They're actually, you know, sold in, they're called wine bladders. And so they're just, they're, they're moved around in a, in basically a, you know, a huge plastic, you know. Um, Whoopee cushion. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, a lot of table wines uh, that are made fresh and consumed fresh are actually quite good. Um, so like those are called already. Vendipas, which is the wine of the day. Gotcha. Um, and so... You know, rosés, you know, follow a, a little bit more aging um, than traditional Vendipas. Uh, Beaujolais is another, um, is a kissing cousin of rosé. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it is made once a year on the full moon, uh, the first full moon in November. That's why it's called Beaujolais Day. Love Beaujolais. That, love that and uh, <laughs> so they're made, they're made with uh, certain grapes. Um, uh, in uh, France, and I'm sorry, it's just uh, eluding me. The name of that grape um, starts with a G, like uh, Gamay, uh, uh. is what it's made with. But rosé can actually be made with a really broad range of grapes. It is most of it is Grenache. Um, Grenache uh, is made in a lot of regions around the world. Isn't you that that make- stuff that you get on like a dessert? Mm-hmm. No, that's Grenache. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is not mine. This is different. That's chocolate Grenache. Um, <laughs> yeah. Beer geeks on this side of the room, all the wine geeks on this side of the room. <laughs> so it's not. Pick us up. Okay. Wow. Uh, San Giovese. Wow. Um, is another very common uh, grape varietal that you find that's made with uh, rosé. Um, Sangiovese is a very popular red grape in Italia. Uh, so, but you also ha- can have Ooh. Sangioveses in some other areas of the world as well. Fancy. Uh, Syrah so um, is a very popular uh, varietal grape in California. Um, mm. So, uh, it's a Democrat. <laughs> Mouvedre um, is uh, usually a blending Syrah wine. Syrah only grows to the um, But you can make rosé out of that. Um, there's some other uh, blending grapes, you know, that can be utilized. Um, Peter Noir is... Uh, 
probably the most expensive rosé on the free planet. <laughs> so, um, I mean, that would be, you know, something that you would probably not want to do economically. What about that muscadine rosé? Uh, mm. That's just for you folks out there mm. in East Tennessee. Get that in a gallon milk <laughs> yep. jug. That's right. So today <laughs> is all. That. Well, you know what? That. Those those are fresh made they, wines. They are the wines of the day. <laughs> That's right. Oh sure. That's from last Thursday. You yeah. bet. Keep you. cold, drink fresh. That's right. Uh, so today is all about rosé beers and ciders are actually made from usually adding some wine grapes or some juice as one of the fermentable components. So that's what kind of brings a lot of the sugar you know, to the table. Uh, lots of the breweries have done beers with grapes. Um, I really love the one from Trillium. Um, mm. That's a really mm. great uh, wine blend. Um, but from what I understand... Um, actually to be considered a rosé ale it would have to follow a pretty specific profile it has to be light fruity and refreshing like mike um mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> i'm fruity except for the light part wow. now just like there is a second way refreshed already yep so there are actually a lot of ways in which you can make rosé uh wine um there are multiple ways in which you can usually make rosé beer and there are breweries that actually do uh, a lot of things. They'll um, they'll add uh, other kinds of grapes, you know, to impart color or to add flavor to it. Um, use different kind of adjuncts, you know, to kind of bring things around. Um, and even in the flight we're going to go through today, it's such a broad range of things. I mean, there are things. There are sour beers that they've put in wine barrels. You know, we have kettle sours that are part of this. We have actual beer that's been finished off in wine barrels. So it is a very wide variety of things um, in the flight that we're going to have today. So, um, yeah. So that's a kind of a quick overview of you know beers and rosé in general, and you know probably what we're going to get to experience today. Very nice. Nice. Cool. Well done, Mike. All right. Thank you. Yeah. You might pull go. my finger out. There we go. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. Later. Okay. Later. Good old boy Kendall, would you give us the lineup of today's rosé-ish beers? Ish. Ish. <laughs> <laughs> the rosé ales and ciders we'll be tasting and discussing today are Foolproof Brewing Company's Tatao Rosé Cezanne, Side Project Brewing's Rosé de Pé Cezanne, Spotzel Brewing, a.k.a. Shiner, Rosé Pale Ale, Rheingeist, Bubbles Rosé Ale, and also from Rheingeist, the Little Bubs Session Rosé Ale, and finally, Oscar Blues Brewing, Guns and Rosé. Welcome to the jungle! <laughs> yes. Right, there you Sorry. Go. Wow. Wow. Yeah. 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 Right. That's well, actually what he sounds like now, though. Mm -hmm. It may be. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Axel Rose. <laughs> he kind of looks like Mike these days too. Yeah. Yeah. So he, we got he, to, he, does. <laughs> he actually does. They're yeah. both they're both gingers. Yeah, that's for Ouch. sure. Ouch. Yeah. Uh I win the prize for burning faster. <laughs> okay. Oh. But oh. he he burned out faster. Yeah. I take on a very rose like hue yes. <laughs> rather quickly. Mike can light up a room. No, literally. <laughs> yeah. Right. Wow. 
we forgot though to mention that we we kind of threw in a how many a how many uh, woodchucks would a woodchuck chuck oh, if he yeah. made a cider that was in a rosé? Yeah, style. this one brings the sugar to the table. Yeah. Uh, so another one that we're going to be discussing in this flight, but not necessarily a true rosé-ish beer, is the woodchuck bubbly rosé hard cider. Mm. Sugar, mm. honey, honey. <laughs> you can All right, taste we the will woodchuck. <laughs> After a brief interlude. I'm surprised. You, Welcome you back, everyone. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, Amish chickens. <laughs> Twenty dollars worth of no, paper. No, we are not talking about Amish chickens. We may get to it. No. We'll see. <laughs> what we are talking about today, for those of you just tuning in, is Amish oh, chickens. French no. Amish chickens. <laughs> No, silly. That's for later. Okay. We're going to talk about rosé and rosé-ish style beers. Mm -hmm. Because it's a thing. It's a phenomenon. Really? Sweeping the nation. Sweeping the nation. Yes. Yes. Feeling fruity. Mm. So we discussed what beers that we're going to be tasting today, but now we need to discuss the ratings. And good old boy Caperton. Would you mind doing the Suds ratings for us and do it in a voice of a wine snob? Oui, oui. I shall do this Ooh. <laughs> in my most condescending <laughs> wine snobbery. <laughs> well, I almost feel I, him looking I, over his glasses. I, you know? I, when I close my eyes, in, I, I hear Mike. <laughs> Silence, please. <laughs> we will be discussing and rating these so-called beers with these suds ratings plus our signature belching sounds. Here are those ratings now. Please pay attention. A rating of one that sucks. Please give me anything but a Budweiser. A rating of two. Was that... What you would call a belch? <coughs> yes, yes. A rating of three, moving along. <laughs> rating of three. Ah, what a relief, finally. <coughs> a rating of four. A body really should not make that sound, only in a state of extreme excitement. <coughs> And a rating of five, listen to that hang time, brother. Give me another. He went a little little swerve on that last one. I like that. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know what happened. That was good. Reminded me of John Malkovich when he's doing his English accent. (laughs) Oh my God, yes. Doesn't he? Yes. And he yeah, can be yeah. snobby. Yes. That's pretty close. I agree, kid. That yeah. was awesome. That I think he awesome. found his true calling. That's his voice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You should uh, be a John Malkovich impersonator. Yeah, there you go. I'm working on it. Oh, man, that's cool. Okay. I'll let you listen to some of my wine shows, you know, <laughs> for inspiration. Yeah, that'll, uh-huh. that'll get me in the zone. Yeah, that'll yeah. get you running. Wow. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Now, let's get into the beers. Hey, were we going to talk about how wine is really an inferior product to beer? (laughs) (laughs) Negative Ghost Rider. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So, the first beer that we're going to talk about. (laughs) 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 And there's a lot of it. (laughs) Okay. First beer we're going to discuss is from Foolproof Brewing Company. Really? 
Yes. Okay. It is the Tato Rosé Saison. Yes. 5.9% ABV. Tato, which is French for armadillo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The plane, boss, the plane. Oh, sorry, <laughs> never mind. It's a whole different thing. I thought that was just a little little guy. But, you know. well, yeah. It's a Saison inspired by the dry rosé wines of Provence. It needs some inspiration. Yeah. Brewed with the musk, must, 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 of Grenache grapes. Musk. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, just kind of musky it. in here. Yeah, yeah. right. Mm. Somebody okay. can't copy and paste effectively. <laughs> in your general direction. Your mother was a hamster and your father smelt yes. of elderberry. Feel the must. There you go. You found the Feel clip. the must. Yeah, there you go. Okay. So, Grenache, grape musk, and hibiscus flowers. It is a sparkling pink ale that is dry, effervescent, fruity, and complex. It is a marriage of the sophisticated, delicate nature of an expertly produced French wine. And the bold ingenuity and creativity of American craft beer. Man, mm. doesn't that speak America? Mm, yeah. But they may not make much sense, but neither does an armadillo smelling like a flower. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's <laughs> I wish I've never they smelled had, an armadillo. They so. had put as much effort into making this beer as they did actually writing that, yeah. you know, that description. That's a fair assessment. Yeah. I, I concur. I didn't even know they had armadillos in France. <laughs> or where is this place again? Rhode Island. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> they just have yeah, a French some, it's they a, just have a French yeah, word for armadillo. Yeah. yeah. So I will say as this beer's warmed, I've I've it's grown on me a little bit. And I think they got their actually their descriptions not too far off except <laughs> for the complex part. Because uh it's um It's kind of thin. It's a little thin, yeah. and it's a it is dry. It is possibly the driest beer up here that I'm looking at. No, mm -hmm. maybe not a, probably not. Now that I think about it, but um, yeah, it's it's just not it's not killing not it working. For me. It's not killing it for moist. me. <laughs> I got a, a moist. <laughs> it's funny because that's I, what it's not. Yeah, I got a little bit of that saison hit, just a little as, peppery. As yeah, you know? just a hint of the peppery, but not even enough. If I want a lot more, the you know the peppery phenolic, just a little bit of a bite. I'm not sure saison. would work with a with even like what we're there's, going for. There's here, just not you know? a lot of anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that's the problem uh, Lack for me. Of complexity. Is, you know, the finish off this is very light. It's very watery. And I think that's what just fell apart for me, you know. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, this is something that I would expect would be very Grenache like um, if I had to pick, you know, the varietal mm. of grape. Um, it's very fruity on the nose, uh, but that's about the only thing it had going for it. I did not like this beer. It's like at Rhode all. Island, just yeah. not much there. It's, it's funny, is unlike a lot of beers, as this warmed up, I liked it less. Uh, I, I uh, think I liked it more when it was cold. Other, was I think the, the only way. thing this is missing is being in a Bud Light can. Bud Light Rosé. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. That's coming. Yeah. You know yeah, that. Probably, yeah. Thanks. I, I gave him that marketing idea. Yeah, that's coming. I... <sighs> The color's a little off for me. I guess that's the hibiscus, like the color derived maybe. from that. Yeah, yeah and, maybe. Um, 
but in this but in the, the scheme of things it's got like a little bit more of an orangey tint compared to everything else that we have in front of us yeah, right. I, I don't dislike it I don't like it I nothing it nothing I nothing it yeah I kind of feel that way because there's not there's nothing that really stands out mm. does it make you feel empty inside no rating Caperton, <laughs> no pull my finger see if this beer gets any better <laughs> Can we give this an, an it would absence definitely of get rating? More complex. <laughs> nah, we rated it. A three. Okay. Yeah. But it does. After come... all that, that was wow. we were generous. Yeah, yeah. I would have that to was, say we kind of where were, yeah. were we when yeah. we? Yeah, just, that, that might be. I the, think Mike might have had it right there. I most we've know. ever been off on a description and a rating. It that's really interesting. <laughs> yeah. 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 It might have been where it was in the flight. Yeah. And also the fact that it was colder in, in uh, the I beginning. I didn't taste that one first, so yeah, yeah. I don't know. I still yeah. just don't bring on the bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Now we're going to talk about something completely different. Okay. That's, that's okay. an understatement. And now for something completely I can't wait. Different. Exactly. So from side project. Oh, good. I was hoping. Uh, yeah. 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 Get to drink that project. one now. Yeah, we're doing the rosé du pays. This, this is, is a bottle with a message in, and the message Dupas. is Dupas. Faux pas on my part. Yes. <laughs> I think I've muled this bottle back for you guys. I think you did I'm, mule this. Back. Yes. Yeah. Now, of note, this is only 4% ABV. Okay. Okay, so wrap that one around your head. Love it. So this is inspired by the classic saisons from the French and Belgian countryside and the rosé wines of France. Okay. They blended no. mature beer, Dupas, with... Chamborsin? Yes. Grapes? Yeah. From Nobelis? Nobeli. Nobeli Vineyards in Augusta, Missouri? What? What? Yep. To add a round tannin, soft dryness, and a beautiful color. The color is beautiful. It's gorgeous. To our already favorite beer du pie. Du pie? Before naturally conditioning this beer in the bottle for several months before sharing it with you. Well, with all of us around here. Beer du pas, not to be confused with beer du ma. <laughs> mm-hmm. right. Yeah, that's for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you know, we are, uh, we've had so many great, you know, side project beers, and Corey has just been killing it um, yep. in terms of quality. And, you know, probably if we were just looking at, you know, the, the beer names and the flight up front, I think we all had a lot of high expectations of what, you know, Corey would do, you know, with this. Uh, you know, I guess the one thing that I, at least I said is this is a sour beer that oh, yeah. is using the the house culture, you know, that Corey uses that's been finished off in a wine-like way. Mm-hmm. And so this is a vast departure from some of the other, you know, styles of rosé that we have in front of us. Uh we, I agree. Yeah, it, it, but not in yeah. a bad way. I yeah. mean, this is a great sour beer. It, it Yeah. Yeah. It, it stands apart from the pack, f- probably for that reason. There's probably a lot more craftsmanship that went into mm-hmm. this yeah. beer. Yeah. Yeah, this, I've had a few beers with this grape, Chamborson, right? And I've loved them all. One of my favorite scratch beers was the beer that they did with that grape. Oh, yeah. I, I think so this I'm one thinking is someone definite, in the Midwest yeah. must be growing that grape. Um, they said Missouri, right? Yeah. 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 Augusta, yeah. Missouri. But uh, this is the, I think, the most complex beer of the flight. 
There's yeah, a lot yeah, going on with yeah. this one. And even, and even though that sourness tartness is there, it's not strong or overwhelming. It's it really blends well. It's with right the, where you want it to be. I, I think this is the most wine-like beer that we have in front of us. I agree. It's got that little bit of acidity you get out of some wines, and I just think it's... it's I mean, just from the nose yeah. on, on down. <clears throat> really it's, dry, it's really very, crisp. Very Venus. Well, it's really uh, it's tough to figure out where the sour beer starts or stops, and basically the wine notes are kind of picking up I, I, because I you know you're really getting a the tartness. You know, comparisons between those two are going to be very I think close like to you each would other. expect from this brewery. Those two things complement yeah. each other. You know, so, yeah. Well, well, well executed. Yeah, for sure. Did an amazing job with this one. Well, it's very to me. It's very easy drinking, and I, yeah. I could see why. Like, I have a few friends that are wine lovers that really don't get into beer. And I think if I had a bottle of this at a gathering, they would um, they would really enjoy it. You mean like Mike? <laughs> <laughs> well, because it's like the best of both worlds. There is a winous, wininess. Oh, like, like Mike? Venus. Yeah. <laughs> Venus. So uh, yeah. there's been, so there have been multiple batches of this by the way and um actually we're tasting and reviewing batch one today so are we? yeah are you wow. sure because mm-hmm. I, I bought this friggin' thing like just a few months ago and it's only what four <laughs> you said four percent only four percent and that's Golly, my new jam I'm, i hate to tell you guys but i'm 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 going i'm going low i'm You're session going low abv but if I, you, that's I don't, the way i don't think of these beers as session beers i just think of them as beers that 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 don't Get me wasted. I can drink mm. a few of, yeah. and I think no, I think rosé. Correct me if I'm wrong. This is sort of a seasonal springtime. Get your get the swimming pool cleaned up and ready to go. Get your get your uh, get your bronze. What do you use? Get your Elvis bronzer. Bronzer. Yeah. Out. I don't know. Is that a thing? <laughs> and this is yeah. man i mean you know this He's is looking this at is all the incredibly brown, white this is a pool <laughs> this is a swimming pool beer man i mean i could i could drink this thing all day you know i can see caperton floating on a big pool floaty yep. like with a big yep. old bottle of saison yep. on yep. Like, just had to just had to ruin the entire day right Proper there glassware, uh, yo. I've, right. Got, I've actually got a plastic uh of, yeah I'm pool. A I'm pool ready. Tulip. I'm pool friendly. Yeah. Well, yeah, but when it's done right like this, though, I mean, it's got so much flavor for four yeah, percent. Yeah. And yeah. there have been, you know, a lot of uh, sour beers we've had that have been finished off in wine, but they don't really, you know, kind of own that, you know, as a identity element, you right. know, describing it. And I think the fact that this is named as a rosé de pas, um, you know, would this actually, you know taste an awful lot like a rosé wine and my answer to that is yes hmm. um it's probably a bit more spritzy. it's probably a bit more tart and sharp than maybe you know a traditional rosé you know wine but um that's what i really loved about this is you know um he owned it you know i mean it, it mm-hmm. really you know uh think that he did the beer justice i think he did the wine justice you know, all the way, you know, through and through for this beer. So you got to yeah. master your ingredients, you know, and it feels like he so, did it. It what, doesn't what? say on the label uh, or in the description, I don't think. Is this aged in wine barrels again? Or how are, do we have any idea how they're aging this? How it's finished out? Yeah. I, I've got to believe it, it got finished in, you know, in, uh, in the wine barrels themselves, you know, of some kind. 
he has way too many, you know, barrels, you know, laying around for that not to be the case. And I Although, think it's it has all the hallmarks of a of a really well blended beer too. So I mean, that's the restrained sourness, but still like getting that tartness across, you yeah. know, without just yeah. blowing you away. So there's no declaration, you know, on the. Uh, hmm. Uh, it says aged in oak right here. Missouri okay. Rosé Saison aged in oak. Yeah. Right aged, on the label. Aged in a Missouri yeah. oak food. So, so okay. there you go. Food or food kind of goes against, you know, basically what, you know, we're talking about with, you know, Rosé is not a, a well-aged wine. So it is, you know, it aged in a fooder I can get. You know, that would probably be a very common choice of how they would actually just, you know, leave it in the fooder um, as opposed to barrel aging it for any period of time. They would just basically, you know, let it move through the fermentation cycle and boom, you know, just drop it into jugs. Well, you got to let their their house, you know, their house bugs kind of do their work. Yep. Great beer. What did we rate this one? We rated the Rosé du Pas Saison from Side Project a four. Nice. Great beer, Corey. Okay, now, the brewery known as Spetzel or Shiner, we're going to talk mm. about the Rosé Pale Ale. You mean down in Texas, they're going to make some of that Rosé? Shiner, Texas, from the people who Woo, brought you doggy. Shiner Bach. Nuts, right? Okay, so this is a 6.5% ABV Pale Ale that is a collaboration with Tyler, Texas-based Capersol. Vineyards, and forgive me if I'm saying it wrong. Caperton Vineyards? Yep. I know, right? <laughs> I thought the same thing. Dang. Yeah. So, Shiner uses a blend of ales fermented with grape musk. Must. Must. <laughs> I am not putting musk. Okay. Must it's you say musk? <laughs> and aged in the winery. You guys are not pinning this crap on me. All right. Barrels. I'm just telling you right now. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're I'm not. Say that last Dave. part again. <laughs> Blame um, Dave. Aged in the winery is white oak wine barrels. Gotcha. Yes. White oaky. Okay. Color. Pink. I drank it all. Sort of Pinkish, pink, right? Orange. Get yeah, more. pink mm-hmm. orange. Pink orange. I call it porridge. Porridge. <laughs> I don't want to spin this around. Spin it. Spinning wheel. Is it? I'm Come gonna, on over here. Okay. You, you don't over here, little girl. There you go, Capers. Oh, Brewers. You got him, got him an empty bottle. Fake. Brewers uh, Pride. There you says. go. That, look, the full one came around. Uh, oh, there got he it. goes. <laughs> got it. Wow. We need to film the Lazy Susan as it toys with Caperton while he tries to. I know, right? Okay, so for thoughts on this. That, for the lack of a. Um, you know, definitely uh, rang a lot of bells for me, you know, across, uh, actually my full tasting notes on this. I wanted to read all these. There's a lot of wood, you know, up front. <laughs> um, when you smell this, she, um, it's kind of a hint of that, um, musk, uh, was it hardwood? Um, I love the tea bitterness in this, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of leaves a bit of a watery, you know, component around it. Um, but, uh, it's the plum is the real you know, star of uh, this taste profile. It's one of the few rosé wines or rosé beers we had. Well, we'll be back with more in just a minute. Ah, cha, cha, cha. Welcome back, everyone. 
So for those mm. of you just tuning in, hello, hi, how are you? Where you been for the last yeah. 30 minutes? I, I know. Well, they got delayed. They got delayed. They're reading. So they're reading. They had to wash, reading their, the had to wash their hands. Uh, order in Canada. They're reading up on rosés, right? <laughs> they're because, watching Tiger King. <laughs> because that is what we are talking about today. Rosé beer or rosé-ish beer to be exact. So the one that we're talking about right now is from Shiner. It is their Rosé Pale Ale. And mm-hmm. the word on the street is? I like it. We it's love good. it. I love good. the finish yeah. on it. It's it's a very dry finish, and I think it's more than just the attenuation. I think there's a little bit of that oak tannic thing going on that yep. it just dries out your mouth. I, and I love that finish. This was the first beer we drank of this flight, and uh, right away, it reminded me, and I mentioned this to you guys, it reminded me of a beer that I really love, and that is um, Dogfish Head 61, which mm. is Grape Must, uh, a, a pale ale, I think. I, think I it's like pale ale. right in the middle, there's this very subtle candy-like quality it's to nice. it. It's nice. Yeah. This is... They, I mean, I don't know. I mean, should I be surprised? I don't know. I mean, I don't drink a lot of Shiner. I'll admit this. I actually I think the tea is the thing that's uh, kind of the dominating, you know, flavor what's profile. The, if you had the, not told me there? what this beer was, I would have probably said this is a beer that has tea blended with it. Hmm. Yeah. What's the, what's the tea? I'm missing a missing I would have said, it's you not, know. There's no tea in there. It's yeah, just. And I would have looked so at the color so. and I said, yeah, there's probably some black tea with the hibiscus, you know, overtone to it or something like that. Is that coming from those hops, those Idaho sevens? Could and be? I don't know probably. Brewer's Pride. I don't know. That's there. That's it says on the label but here. But you get I some tannins from tea too, there, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's where part of it comes from. Mike is a very beautiful complex riddle he is you know so <laughs> an enigma wrapped in a riddle knowing what what you know happens in that brain of his sheathed is, in a mystery it would you, you got into that head there you'd probably never get out well and i think what's interesting is through the know, streets yeah. naked i love how shiner has really <laughs> they're not hugging their flagship into the ground you know yeah. uh so shiner bach is you know absolutely their their flagship beer that's been around forever oh, yeah. And I like the fact that they um, have moved into making a wide variety of other style of beers, yeah. and they've made a good one. Staying you know, relevant. On top yeah. of it. A so. lot of their beers I'm not a fan of uh, historically, but here lately I've tried a few of their different uh, little offshoots. I like their mm-hmm. Hefeweizen. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I, I think most of their one-offs are pretty good. They did one a few years back with Prickly Pear. And I really like that one. That was good. Uh, they did a s'mores porter or something. Uh, I last need to winter. pay more attention to Shiner. Good. Yeah, don't let don't sleep on Shiner. Yeah, listeners, don't be like me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't be a Caperton. Yeah, nobody. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I think the I think part of you know the point that I was trying to make here is that you know this is a brewery that's been around for a very long time, and they you know are on a lot of a lot of tabs. Yeah. Yeah, you know, because the Shinerbach was, you know, out, you know, so early on, you know, when there really was nobody else, you know, producing that style of beer. And uh I just uh if and think if anything, you know, don't think that they're a one dimensional brewery. I think is the message that I'm trying to say True. is that I think they're making good beer, you know, to go around. 
Yeah, and, and it, it is easy to find. Usually in my grocery store, I've noticed that, you know, not only do they have the Shiner Bach, but if there's any one-offs, you're going to see it on the, yeah, on the cooler. They're very available. So uh, when you see something, definitely jump on it and, and take the opportunity to try it. Uh, who who owned? Does anyone know? I was about to look this up. I wanted to look it up. Who owns Shiner? Who owns Shiner? Spotzel. Spotzel. It's a German family. They've been there for they're an independent brewer. So are they still mm-hmm. hanging? Yeah. Hanging? Yep. Yeah, they're still yeah. doing they their own the, thing. They got man. the uh, independent craft label on they, their they, bottle. They, they sure yep. do. They yeah. got, they, of course, being from Texas, they've got the friggin' state of Texas on here. Hey, I man. wonder if they would join the uh, canned. Candade Brewers yeah, Pride. I think they would fit in well in that Brewers yeah, Pride they, Limited they, they, yeah, they would. release. Yeah. There's no okay. competition really, I think, with a lot of the brews that with the they're making there. Twist the off cap can? I know. Twist yeah, off that's long a, neck. Yeah. That's that's they're keeping it very Texan. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh man, I saw a picture this week of a guy that uh, <laughs> ripped his hand apart, you know, with the screw off cap. Oh. Just literally like cut, a, you know, so halfway it, through his thumb. It I mean, really it was wasn't like, a screw off. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was like, yeah. I'm gonna turn what? this thing until it comes off, or my thumb does. I know. I'm like, when my, were yeah, you? When you my know? skin rips, I stop there. Yeah, yeah. 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 stop. The first open. sign of resistance, yeah. I yeah. I just grab an opener. So <laughs> what did we? So we. What did we what rate, rate this? Yes. What did we give this thing? The Shiner Rosé Pale Ale, we rated it a four. Okay. Uh, yeah. And uh, the question came Good around stuff. to me, which one of the beers in this flight is the most rosé-like? This was my top pick uh, for answering that question. Well, so. and it sounded like they really took the time to, you know, because they partnered with a vineyard, like a winery to, to make, and they used the, the grape musk. And then... Uh, <laughs> Aged in some can't fix it on the back end, can he? No, and look, dude, I'm telling you, right? Whatever. Yep. Whatever. Okay, moving on. Now we're going to talk about Rheingeist, um, who is from Ohio. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. So the first one that we're going to talk about is the Bubbles Rosé. Can we lump these together? Please. Mm. Yeah. All right. We'll talk about bub bubbles and little bubbles. One is just a you know a shadow of the other. Okay. So. Mm First one is Bubbles. Bubbles is 6.2% bright, dry, lith. Wow. Rosé ale with apple, peach, and cranberry for tartness and blush. Well, you said apple juice. Yep. Bubbles erupts with effervescence and evanescence. Wait, isn't that a band? I I know, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, Little Bubs, their session rosé is Mm -hmm. 4.7%. Bright and refined session rosé with apple, peach, cranberry again. A tight and crisp expression with a smaller ABV compared to its bigger cousin. It whispers tartness and sparkles with refreshment. Yeah, it whispers mm. right. I blended them to see if they'd be better. <laughs> They're not. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I, I like bubbles, but it's just apple juice with a little bit of cranberry. Yep. Yeah. Bingo. It's that like totally Poman's it. serendipity. Or a really mm. crappy cider. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I think Ryan guys does uh, see that serendipity beer is really well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is a this is a full blown uh, swing and a miss on my um, my radar for yeah, sure. Just uh, I, give me a can of truth and I'll be happy. I think uh, Ryan guys is like one of those restaurants where their menu is like five pages of you know it could be seven different types of food and you're like come on just pick a 
This was, pick This is a beer know? that I would give to a relative in Iowa that I don't like. What if they look? I, <laughs> my I didn't hate his Iowan relatives. <laughs> but what if they called this a fruit band beer? once again? <laughs> yeah, if it was a, a fruit beer. Yeah. What if they called this a fruit beer instead of a you instead to, of a rose? Yeah, beer? you have to shape people's expectations. You just correct. call it. A it's bad very idea. fruity. It's yeah. very all those things they listed. If you said bubbles rose ale or I mean fruited ale instead <laughs> of rose ale. Yeah. Well, Shut up! I, dr- I drink drunk. this stuff by the pool. I yeah. would. I don't do yeah. anything. By I the like pool, bubbles but if way I did, better than. I drink this. Yeah, little little bubs just taste like a, a watered down. It was bubbles. a weaker version of. I think yeah. if you know what the word evidence actually means, I think you should get a free case of this. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Nobody here would use a case. I know. Right? <laughs> Who would use it in a marketing description? What? I missed it. Where's, yep. where's Evanescence. Evanescence. Wasn't that like some sort of pseudo Christian? Right. I'm drifting away from As the they're all looking so. it up on <laughs> yeah. Google right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, because wow. anyway. I have no idea what it means. Anyway. I don't want a free case of this. So, yeah. Yeah. And, well, I'm, I'm checking on Untapped and they are rating it as a fruit beer. Yeah. So well, 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 well yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, well, rose ale is. I'm not, not sure like there's. A, a, I'm not sure there's a rose beer style. There's not. And that, that's that's what it's. So. so it has to be an adjunct beer, sure. or a fruited ale. You're going to love this idea. definition, Mike. It's oh, okay. an adjective that's soon passing out of sight, quickly fading or disappearing. <laughs> yeah, that would be exactly how I would describe this beer: quickly fading. And man, I hope it's gone <laughs> fast. Man, <laughs> Mike loves him some bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> you guys this rated is, it lower than I did. This is certainly not like Why the not Canadian just say quickly show, fading? is it? But, it's no, not, it's not. but, but of, these, of these beers, this one tasted the most ridiculous, I guess, yeah. I would say. You know, it was, it's very like. Well, the reason I included it too was like, you know, there's. If if you have a certain idea of what a rose ale would be, yeah, like you're yeah. going to use the grapes or yeah, whatever. Yeah. People will just do whatever they want to do and call this is, it. Yeah. Well, this it's pink, so it's got to be rosé. Rose. Yeah. yeah. I would not want to play Scrabble with people. If somebody comes up with the word evanescence in a, in a beer description, mm-hmm. they would probably kick. Somebody uses out. the word evanescence in Scrabble. You're you're screwed. You're yeah. I would just yeah. go. Yeah. yeah there you word. go. Quit. They just took I'm half good. the tiles. Yeah. yeah. So uh, how do you, how what did we rate these beers? Okay, so we rated Bubbles a three, and we. Rated Little Bubs a two. Kind. <laughs> okay, now we can talk about. Okay, so this next beer that we are going to discuss it's pretty accurate. Is no longer. You, right. It's no longer in production. Um, okay. Yeah. Due to litigation. Welcome to the jungle. Uh oh. So by that little side note there, yes, it's from Oscar Blues and it's called Guns and Rose. I do like prickly pear though. Um, Six percent yeah. ABV. It's an ale with hibiscus and prickly pear. I guess I like hibiscus too, although I don't chew on a lot. I think a little goes a long way. Well, yeah. That's true. The most beer of the beer that we've had today. Yep, for sure. Um, in fact, I wrote that down. Wow, beer with hints of prickly pear. Huh. <laughs> yeah. So beer on a beer show. Who, uh, who would have guessed? This is actually uh, as about as far away from a rosé as you could possibly get. It's I, very punny, but yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, I actually like the beer a lot. I mean, I thought it tasted good. Yeah. You know, if you're asking me if it's a good rosé beer, no. no. It's I not. think somebody at Oscar Blues in the brewery, they fired one up. 
and they were listening to some Guns N' Roses, and they were like, hey, we're going to make this beer with hibiscus and uh, uh, passion fruit. What should we call it? Like, I, I, I wonder, uh, to, to my mind, this mm-hmm. was one of the first beers that I remember that, that name-checked rosé. Yeah. No, so I agree. I, I think it, it might was be they might have just done it for the for the pun of it. You know what I mean? Like it just doesn't. Oh, but I love, <laughs> I do love prickly pear, and you know what? I would drink this beer, but um, but they deserve to get sued for this. <laughs> wow! Wow! Give it to him, Axel. Boom! Take that, Axel Rose. Oh no, yeah. he's the winner here. Yeah, he? yeah, I don't know why you would. Uh, now that would be a good beer, an Axel Rose. Axel Rose. Hmm. Yeah. Could be like all talking. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I don't even talk about no, I don't even I think know. the bottom line though with this one though is that I still get the undertone of what Oscar Blues is like. Like I get sure. a mm-hmm. hint yep. of, of yep. hops in there yep. and I'm like, yeah, yep. this is an Oscar Blues. It's a good Blues solid beer. beer. It definitely yeah. tastes like yeah. an Oscar Blues. It beer. is, it is. Now, as a true rose, no. 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 I think no. an Axel Rose would be one that just didn't age well. <laughs> he That's was been good. sitting That's on that good. for wow. at least forty uh, no, minutes. No, no, dude. Yeah, yeah, as the, soon as I had, no, that's I, the he wrote that down. No, I, that's that's free. That's he's freestyling. Yeah, yeah that's wow. that's classic. Yeah, that's, that's cool. The zinger of the, that zinger one, of the yeah. episode, right there. Okay, yeah. well, the Guns and Rose, Rose. beer yeah. from Oscar Blues, we rated a three. Three. Yeah, I think, I think we were generous. Yeah. Some of yeah. I would say they need to keep making it. Just call it something, you know. Not it was a, litigious. Yeah, good beer. How many? How many woodchucks would a woodchuck chuck? Oh no! Well, okay. So briefly, let's just. I think it's safe to say that the beers that actually contained a grape musk must in them must musky must actually produced bunch. a. Better rose beer, yes, okay. versus something that was just finishing a wine that gave a crown here. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't yeah. done the crunch the numbers here. Now, lastly, we're going to talk about Woodchuck's Hard Cider, their bubbly rose. Okay, Kool-Aid. it is a bubbly Kool-Aid fruit man. forward blush cider. Made with a blend of red apples, delivering a crisp, smooth finish. <laughs> oh my! And no, that is there is nothing crisp if, and smooth. If this didn't have alcohol in it, it's a kid's drink. Yeah, yeah. It needs to even be, with alcohol. It needs it's to a be in a drink. juice box with a straw. It's just <laughs> sugar, and f- it looks like pink food so coloring. So the no, it's actually not pink food coloring. It's purple carrots. Yeah. I oh. can see some parents putting what? this in a sippy what cup. Did Purple you just, carrots, what yes. What are you saying? Yes. Really? Red apples and purple Never had carrots. Purple carrots? Purple carrot juice, dude. Really? I'm, I'm just shocked. Blue, blue stars, oh green covers. Where have yeah. you been? Have you been deprived your whole no, life? No, I'm, I'm saying. Think about how this, much more in this sugar. context, oh. I did not expect him. If he yeah. had said purple dye number 47, oh, okay. I would have went, of course. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> think about how much more sugar they got out of those purple carrots. Yeah. 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 yeah, I guess so. Basically, free Whew. sugar that yeah. you're dropping in. To make it. Those Crafty woodchuckers. I and this is a gorgeous <laughs> pink, though. If you're, is, you know, so th- yeah. I would send this to a relative that I don't like in <laughs> Oklahoma. 
Well, this just, I mean, it's just well, and once again. So what you, state yeah. do the relatives you like live in? Uh, <laughs> I don't know which ones actually listen to the show, Dave. So there's no right answer to that. I'm not asking which ones like you. I'm asking because that would be a hard question. Well, what do we rate this? Oh, yeah, one? it's a good question, right? So the mm-hmm. Woodchuck Hard Cider <laughs> Bubbly Rosé, we rated a middle finger. One. <laughs> one. We were generous. Yeah. You're very, number one, very. Woodchuck. You're that, number one. You get a one. one for purple carrots. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just blown Dang. away by that. Okay. Well, that is going to wrap it up for today's Suds episode. You can always find us where you found this episode, as well as radio, satellite, online at Apple Podcast, <laughs> Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and nearly any place you listen to a podcast. The easiest way to find the show on your phone is to ask Alexa, Siri, or Google play podcast Sip Suds and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can always reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram every day. That's why they're daily. At Sip Suds and Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. Please take the time to rate this episode if you're listening online. Five stars. Yes. Yes. Well, good boy Dave, you know the drill. Wait, this, is that a good drill noise? <laughs> <laughs> Carpenter B there. Bye. <laughs> good. Good boy, Kendall. Thanks for being here. It was a pleasure. Please tell us about your blog. My beautiful wife and I blog about the good news of good beer at beermakes3.com. Good boy, Mike. Ah, it was a pleasure hanging out with you beer people. We say rosé. Come back. Join us for another exciting episode. Hopefully a wine episode okay. of Sips of the Smokes. Oh, do I we will have ask to? you to keep on sipping. Wow. Good old boy Caperton. This has been fun. Thanks. <laughs> this is good old gal Juliana. Keep on chuggling and catch you next time. Tan Hand production of Sip Suds and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>